You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video was brought to you by a donation from Randy the Dakota MGTOW, and here's what he has to say. Hi Sandman, I heard a story about feminists climbing a mountain. Lenin Peak back in the 1970s. They insisted on staying in their camp until extra late in the date to make sure that they could get male climbing groups off their back so they wouldn't actually help them if anything went wrong. Ditching the men then got them stranded on the peak during a multi-day long blizzard. Many male climbing teams got frostbite desperately trying to rescue them. They were also likely lying about the extent of their mountain sickness symptoms, and all the feminists eventually froze to death. My favorite part was when one woman said that it was good that it started snowing because it would cover up the tracks of any male parties that went before her, so that no one would accuse the women of following the men up the mountain. At the end, their only hope for survival would have been to find tracks from a previous climbing party that descended the mountain, but the blizzard covered things up. I still don't get why they didn't bring a compass. Maybe that would have worked if the mountain had some sort of magnetic activity. It was also the 1970s, so there was no GPS or emergency locator beacons. The smartest guy on the mountain was the one running the radio. And reading between the lines, he got so pissed off because it sounded as though these women probably already started to contract mountain sickness while they were lying around in their camp doing nothing during snow, despite their illness and weakened condition, unquote. Well, Randy, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. This tragedy happened due to a number of factors, including the hubris of the female mountaineering group's leader, Elvira Shetayeva. She didn't actually want any men to help them out on and off the mountain and she didn't even want the possibility of men helping them. These were all experienced female climbers. Elvira's husband was a mountain climber himself, and Elvira worked her way up to climbing Lennon Peak by climbing even tougher mountains. There was no way they knew the weather would turn this bad, that there would be an earthquake and that their luck would be awful. But instead of hanging around in their camp and making sure the men went ahead of them and then the snow covered their tracks, these women should have gone up before them. Then they wouldn't have been caught in the bad weather, and they all would have survived. But it's the hubris of them being the first all-female mountaineering group that wanted true equality that led to all of this. They were actually true feminists willing to die for their principles. Western feminists want male help and pretend like it's their own accomplishment when men help them. These Soviet women were different. I'll discuss more in just a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism, The War on the West. There's a war in the West being waged by purple-haired ladies with Orange Man Rabies. Let Dr. Be Real tell you about the feminist deal in his two-volume book series called Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. His books are full of red pill truth bombs and color images discussing the downfall of our society. The left and women are in bed together, and men aren't invited. Don't be a male feminist. Get both copies today. It's free with the Kindle app. 
Amazon sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to feminists can freeze to death on top of a mountain just as well as men can. Clown World Show. Randy, I shared the video you sent me about Elvira and her team of popsicle explorers that died and were buried on top of that mountain. But a year later, their bodies were recovered as men risked their lives yet again to go on top and bring them down. If a man had died on the mountain, he would have been left there. If a woman dies, she gets brought down. So in the end, they didn't get the equality that they were after. I knew one of the friends of Shariah Shaw, a Canadian woman that went to the top of Mount Everest and died up there. She too was brought down dead off the mountain by Sherpas that risked their own lives to help people off of it. She too got caught up in bad weather that took her life while she was descending, as well as a bunch of male climbers. I guess the moral of the story is to check weather conditions before going to the top of a mountain. Unfortunately, you can't really do that because at that altitude, weather tends to change quickly. And since in the 1970s, weather was a lot less studied, women didn't have that luxury. Shiraz Shah had all the modern technology she could have, and it didn't save her life. I spoke to one of her friends and told her to talk her out of it. She said she was due dedicated and that she'd never climbed a mountain before in her entire life. Her gear was brand new. I never trust anyone to do a job for me if their equipment looks like it's never been used before. It shows a lack of experience. The craziest story after the Russian women freezing to death on that mountain was that one of the search parties apparently heard auditory hallucinations of a woman's voice outside their tent. Like the dead woman's spirit was basically having its period and crying out for their help. I guess that's a very unfeminist thing of them to do. These women also made the mistake of waiting for the snow to clear before coming off the summit. Then their second mistake was that they sat in their camp, which is over 23,000 feet, which is dangerous because of altitude sickness, which also probably didn't help them either. It made sense to wait out the storm, but no one knew how long it would last, and they hoped it would pass quickly. Randy having a GPS wouldn't really help you because they had a radio, and the base camp knew exactly where they were. They just couldn't reach them because of the storm. This isn't like that video I made of the woman that posed in her bikini on top of mountains, and ended up dying, where no one knew she where she was. These women were experienced climbers. Lenin Peak was the least dangerous summit that Elvira had climbed, and no one had ever died on it before 1974, the year they went up. She even said that she wasn't ready to take any unnecessary risks, but 1974 was a bad year, and there was more snow on that mountain than ever. In July and August, two people died on the mountain. I would have had a backup mountain to climb, a different mountain if the weather conditions got bad. But these women were disciplined according to the men in the base camp, and they earned their respect. Their job was to prove that women were just as capable of climbing a mountain as men were. I strongly believe that if a male party were in their place in the storm, they wouldn't have survived either. But they also never would have been in that place to begin with because they wouldn't have waited to ascend to prove that they could do it without even the possibility of someone coming to their aid. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For some reason, this story reminds me of the Titanic. They said it was unsinkable, and then look what happened on its maiden voyage. In this case, an iceberg didn't kill these women. They died on a mountain shaped like an iceberg instead. I was hoping they would have actually been left up there, and someone would discover them in 10 or 20,000 years, and learn about the way they lived. My plan whenever doing my solo traveling or anything potentially dangerous is to plan to deal with weather and temperature. After visiting Death Valley in early August one year, I decided to walk out on a salt flat called Furnace Creek in the middle of the afternoon, and I learned about the dangers of high temperatures. It was probably 45 to 50 degrees Celsius, or 120 degrees Fahrenheit, and there was hot air blowing on me, which literally made it feel like I was in an open furnace. I didn't really know how hot it was until I got back in the car, and only then did I actually start sweating and felt dehydrated enough to drink six or seven bottles of water. If I was caught in the desert, I would only go out at night, because that same spot is only 20 degrees at night. Years ago, I went up to Mount Kosciuszko in Australia and could see storms on other mountaintops. But at that elevation that I was at, it was very nice, sunny, and fine. So even if you have fancy weather reports and satellites, you never know when the weather is going to get bad. Yes, it was dangerous for those women to camp on the peak of the mountain, but climbing down during zero visibility was a lot worse. But bringing those women's bodies down is like saying they were marines with mammaries and that no cooch is going to be left behind. In the Soviet Union from the 1930s onwards, women were involved in many areas of economic and political life, and that was normal. Since the 1930s, women were promoted as scientists, pilots, athletes, and high officials in that country. It was propaganda and women bought into it and began chasing the status of males. But these Soviet women were real communists unlike today's champagne feminists, and they paid the price to prove their equality. It didn't matter who you were, male or female, you couldn't have survived the earthquake, continuous snowstorms, as well as the wind strong enough to blow away your tent and backpack that night when those women died. This is also one of the reasons that I haven't taken up deep-sea scuba diving, although I'd love to explore underwater wrecks and photograph them. The video that convinced me not to do any diving was one where the diver got nitrogen narcosis off of one of the Great Lakes wreck sites and started acting irrationally. Not only skilled climbers, but skilled divers also die. Sometimes you just can't be prepared for a current that's too strong or a snowstorm. These eight women tested themselves with Pete Korjanevsky, also at 23,000 feet. Lennon Peak was at 23,400 feet, and it was an easier climb. I knew the mountain climbing wasn't for me when I went up to 12,000 feet in California and felt a bit woozy-headed. I can't imagine going up twice that. There were rumors that some of these women they got sick before the summit, but those were just a conspiracy theory. Most say that weather was most likely the lady killer, but I think it was the pussy pride before the fall. Not wanting to be seen as inferior led them to eliminate their safety net of men and it cost them their lives. But that wasn't the only link in the chain of unfortunate events. Just like the designers of the Titanic not expecting the disaster, which would have been averted if only three or four of the compartments were flooded instead of five, sometimes God has a sick sense of humor, when humans have too much pride. If you want to hear another story about a strong, empowered whammon that cost men's lives while climbing Mount Everest, visit the link in the description called A Rich Woman on Everest, The 1996 Tragedy. Her name is Sandy Pittman, and she's the wife of the founder of MTV. 
She was so pissed off the first time she tried climbing that mountain that she tore off a gold cross off her neck, and it was covered in precious stones, and she threw it off the mountain. It was worth a small fortune, and the Sherpas gasped in horror, because to them that would have been worth enough to change their lives. When she made it to the top of Everest, there was actually a snowstorm just like what happened to the Russian woman, as well as Sharia, except she was with a bunch of men. Men that sapped their own energy trying to help her from dying on the mountain that depleted their own energy and eventually froze to death on that mountain. She too was an experienced climber that had done the seven summits minus Everest. Those are the highest mountains on all seven continents. A few of the men died, but most of their party made it off the mountain and she immediately chartered a helicopter and actually left her Kathmandu. When for the same price she could have chartered a Russian helicopter and got her whole group off. Instead, she only got a few people. Then she called the press in Kathmandu and told them that there were no heroes that night, that she descended from the mountain in a storm, that the guys were just doing their job, what they were paid to do. Yeah, they were paid to bring her down at the cost of their own lives. If they knew that that would have happened, they probably would have left her there to turn into a bitchsicle. Men dying to save a rich, spoiled woman on Mount Everest. Who would ever thought that? I'm sure that if she froze up there, many men would trek up to Mount Everest, not only to get to the top of the mountain, but also to see her frozen, resting bitch face. Maybe when I die, I can hire some Sherpas to carry my lifeless body up to the top of the mountain and prop me up, giving people that walk by the finger or something. As for Sandy Pittman, I'm sure that she's just as charming as Charlene Theron's character from Prometheus. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Randy the Dakota MGTOW for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that eight feminist women got smashed to death in a snowstorm. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for $45. US And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the spoiled gold-digging mountain-climbing MTV-owning princesses away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.